You are listening to Let's Talk Trio on podcasts. Keep up with the latest episodes by downloading the Podbean app or stream episodes via our social media accounts. Search for Let's Talk Trio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This episode is sponsored by Student Access. Student Access, the leader in Trio software. Student Access is an online database solution that allows TRIO programs to track their students' information, connect with students by text messages, streamline the APR, and work from anywhere, all online, with automatic updates for changes from the Department of Education. Their technical support team includes former TRIO staff and has over 50 years of combined experience working with TRIO. Make it easier to focus on your priority, the students. For more information and to request a free demo, visit their website at www.studentaccess.com or call them toll-free at 1-800-801-1232. That website again is www.studentaccess.com or 1-800-801-1232. Be sure to share your favorite episodes on your social media by tapping that share button. This is a great way to support the podcast. Now here's your host, Juan Rivas. Thank you, Amelia, for that wonderful introduction. Welcome listeners to another episode of Let's Talk Trio. In this episode, we have Silvia Sanchez. Silvia is a student of the Trio Student Support Services Program at Idaho State University. Sylvia is on the podcast to share her experiences as a TRIO student and to talk about what comes after graduation. So coming up in just a bit, Sylvia Sanchez. I think this interview reflects a lot of what students go through when they're facing a lot of adversity and challenges, and Sylvia does a really good job of outlining her own story and her own struggles, but the ability to still persevere through all of that. And we are very fortunate to record her story. Remember, listeners, if you'd ever like to be featured on Let's Talk Trio, please send us a message via Facebook, Instagram, or email us at Let's Talk Trio, all one word, L E T S T A L K T R I O, at gmail.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Student Access and Angelica Villalpando, for continuing to support the podcast. Thank you. You too can be a sponsor. Head on over to Patreon, select any donor amount. Or if you would like to back our project, you can go to Kickstarter. Look for Let's Talk Trio. As a patron via Patreon or as a donor through Kickstarter, you will receive a variety of perks. So we have one for a shout out on the podcast or a Let's Talk Trio decal. So uh, head on over to either one of those and either become a patron or a backer of our podcast. I think... What I like most about being the host of Let's Talk Trio and doing this podcast is hearing the stories from students and even the staff about their own journey through college. And as we hear each story, uh, each one, again, so unique and so inspirational. Um, But I think Sylvia is, is definitely a standout. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Two. One. Welcome, listeners, to another episode of Let's Talk Trio. My guest on the podcast was born in San Luis Potosi, Mexico, and was brought to the United States at seven years old. She calls Pocatello, Idaho home ever since. She is a proud mother of two boys and is married. 
started her educational journey with TRIO Student Support Services Program at Idaho State University and has graduated with her bachelor's degree in biological science with a concentration in biomedical science in spring of 2020. I want to welcome Sylvia Sanchez to the Let's Talk TRIO podcast. Sylvia, welcome. Hi. It is so good. It is so awesome to have you. We connected over via, uh, via email. Uh, I'm sure you probably saw the advertisement to, uh, to get some trio stories. Uh, how did you come across the story and how did, how did you, how were you able to connect? Can you share the, with the audience a little bit about that? Um, I remember seeing it. I think it was on Facebook. Someone yeah. had shared it and I was like, Oh, I mean, why not? Um, I think it'd be inspiring for other people, um, to hear a story that's not, um, typical, I guess you could say. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. Uh, and I just want to say thank you for joining us. How are things in Idaho? They're good. It's starting to get hot, which is not usual because it's usually like crazy weather. And now it's starting to look more like a summer. Yeah. So does summer in Idaho, is, is it really intense or is it usually cool throughout the year? It's there's no real pattern to it. Some days you'll wake up and it's like snowing or raining or yeah. it's hot. It's windy. There's, you can't expect a certain weather. I, I think that Idaho and Colorado share much of the same traits. I think with Colorado, it's a roll of the dice on a given day. It'll snow in May and then it'll be nice and hot the next day. So I've, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how Idaho functions as well. Um, how is your family holding up in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic? We're good. Um, we're staying at home, keeping healthy, wearing our own masks. Uh, the kids yeah. actually like wearing their masks, which is surprising. They don't take it off and they wash their hands and we use hand, hand sanitizer. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So they're practicing good hygiene at home and mom has certainly enforced that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's awesome. Good for you. Uh, and so you recently graduated. Oh, yes. Wow, that's that is crazy. amazing. Congratulations <laughs> yeah. to you. Thank you. How has uh, COVID-19 impacted your studies in the final uh, part of your semester? Uh, it was crazy. Yeah. I think um, it was all good. We had a set schedule. And then out of nowhere, it was like, oh, we're shutting down um, the college. So you're yeah, taking no. everything at home and we're like, oh, great. And then we took the kids out of daycare. So we went from having a complete set schedule to not having a schedule at all and trying to balance work, school and family all at once. Wow. So you've really had to balance that homework, life balance all at home. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, that's amazing. Uh, so Sylvia, the audience really loves to hear stories about perseverance and determination. Can you take us back to the beginning for you? Tell us a little bit about uh, some of your likes, dislikes, any particular skills, hobbies, or books, or favorite TV shows that you like? Uh, so I like Grey's Anatomy. I like to play video games. I like... Uh, oh, a video gamer. Play, yeah. Um, me I've and my husband ask. play Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Well, a lot. <laughs> you know, couples that play Call of Duty uh, together uh, tend to stay together for a very, very, very long time. <laughs> yeah, and then we just got a Nintendo Switch for the little ones, so I yeah. like playing that one too. That, um, those are very fun. I, I will say the Nintendo Switch, I fell in love with it. Um, my, my son and I play it every once in a while, but for me, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the Legend of Zelda series. What about you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
I really like that. Yeah. So as I was saying earlier, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Take us back to the beginning, how your origin story of how uh, one, right, being in Mexico and then coming to the United States. Tell us a little bit about that. So uh, I was born in Mexico and then lived there for seven years. And then we moved here to the U.S. when I was seven. So it was barely starting kindergarten. Um, I don't remember much of living in Mexico because I was so young. Mm-hmm. I like, don't have much memory of anything over there other than like family and just how it was like once a year, like in sixth grade. I mean, when I was six, but other than that, I don't remember anything, but coming mm-hmm. here was a lot different. Um, I didn't know how to speak English at all. So oh, that wow, was yeah. hard. My parents didn't know how to speak English. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I got here, it was, snowing also so i had never seen snow that was completely different i was just amazed i was like what is that (laughs) it must have Um, been a shock like seeing a different weather yeah it was definitely shocking and then i think it was hard at first but then when i started kindergarten it all started to come to me i was like oh now i know how to speak english um my parents still don't know how to speak english so i had to do a lot of the english um speaking and paperwork Mm -hmm. for them so that was hard especially when you're like super little um oh yeah yeah and then i always liked school so i didn't mind school at all the only thing i was it was hard was moving we moved a lot so we stayed in Idaho, but we moved from like one residence to another. So Mm -hmm. it was switching schools all the time. And that was really hard. hard. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't, it was hard to make friends. And then, Mm -hmm. um, we finally stayed at a particular place and, um, that was nice. Mm -hmm. But then I started, um, high school Mm -hmm. and I got pregnant during sophomore year. So I was a teen mom and that was hard also. Um, I think a lot of counselors and and some people that uh, run high school programs at this point, they were probably encouraging you just to either phase yourself out of high school or encouraging you to do other things other than pursue your education. But that's my assumption. Yeah. So I had to switch to a different high school. So once we had stayed at a certain place, Mm -hmm. I, was attending a high school and they're like oh well we can't accommodate that really so i was like we can either keep you here but you're not going to graduate on time or you can just drop out Mm -hmm. and so i switched to a different high school um and there they helped me a lot i did a lot of summer school so Mm -hmm. i could finish um faster or get um at least graduate on time, but it turned out that I graduated as a junior. So I went a little too fast. So, (laughs) (laughs) so you were just knocking out credits left and right for your high school. Right. Wow. So I graduated as a junior um, Mm -hmm. with my baby with me. And so that was great. And yeah, that is amazing. That's so you went from being a teen mom and having to complete high school. And I think it sounds like you just had the driving motivation to get high school done. Where, where did that motivation come from? Um, so I know 
some of my family were was always like oh you're just gonna drop out like why continue like focus on your child but mm. honestly if, if i want my child to go ahead and finish high school himself might as well finish it like myself and absolutely yeah know what how to help him when school comes and what to do and just be motivation to him and I was like why not I like to study I know it's going to be hard but honestly I couldn't do anything better yeah so you came to the United States at a very young age. Your parents, um, obviously, they came to Idaho. Uh, and you said one of the noticing, noticeable things was between there and here was the weather. Were there any other noticeable differences between Mexico and the United States that you noticed? Yeah. So I noticed that here it's a lot of like work oriented. Oh, It's mostly like work, work, work or like school. And then in Mexico, it was more of like family oriented. It was like more of family, family, like work is like, okay, but it's mostly family. So yeah. that was very different because I came, my dad would take me to work in Mexico. So mm-hmm. that was different. I couldn't go to work with my dad. My dad was like working in the farm or with the cows. And so I hardly ever got to see my dad when I got here to the mm-hmm. United States. And that was hard. Um, yeah. And that's definitely speaks to your experience, right? Of how everything is noticeably different here. You feel like uh, it's just constantly work, work, work at the, in the United States. Um, Can you take us through your journey in high school? I know you covered a little bit about it, but how was that like for you? And what were some of the challenges or triumphs that you like to share? I thought at first it wasn't hard. I was like, oh, it's going to be super different. But from junior high to high school, because we have junior high, mm-hmm. um, it wasn't that bad. I was like, okay, I'm rocking it. Good, good grades. I hang out. I would hang out with like everyone. Yeah. Um, I wasn't like in a particular clique or anything. I would hang out with just whoever sat by me. And, um, I enjoyed it. And then I got pregnant. So everything changed. Everything went from, Oh, I know what I'm doing to, Oh, what's coming next. Like, I don't know where life is headed. Uh (laughs) Honestly. That must have been really, yeah, that must have been really confusing. And then from having to switch high schools was even harder because I had just, finally like stabilized at a high school and had friends and everything. And then just switching to a different one where I didn't know anyone. Mm-hmm. And that was hard. <laughs> Absolutely. And so pre-show you had shared uh, via email that uh, high school was definitely different for you. Uh, you graduated high school and uh, in that email, you shared that you only took two weeks off and I was stunned. I was like, Whoa, you just took me and you immediately jumped into college. Can you talk to us about what, what happened there? So I was, I wasn't planning on graduating till senior year. So I was like, Oh, I don't know. Um, maybe college, right? Like in the fall or anything, nothing had presented to me like to be an opportunity. So I, wasn't really thinking about it. And then my counselor for college was like, I mean, for high school was talking about, Oh, you have like this many credits. So you could graduate as a junior. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) So that started to kick in like, okay, so now what am I doing? And then I know that 
ISU came to present their program for Bingle Bridge, uh-huh. which is a transitioning program for like summer. And it helps you transition your first year into college. And they help pay for a lot of it. And it's very inexpensive. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, you know what? Why not? And then I started to get more information and I noticed it was like, okay, so you graduate and then two weeks later you go in. I was like, okay, I can do this. Oh, well, like I haven't had a break in forever. Cause I would always take like summer classes to yeah. like just keep going. So I went for it and I was like, okay, my dad was surprised. He was always like, oh, I thought you wouldn't just jump straight in. I had already planned this like paper on like how I'm going to convince you to go to college. And I don't know what you just <laughs> <laughs> tell you me you're going to go in. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so that's amazing. You, you surprised your dad by saying, you know what, I'm going to college and here's how I'm going to do it. And being a, still a young mother, uh, you, you really had to figure out a lot on your own. It sounds like. Right. I didn't think it was too hard. Um, because since we had got here, it was mostly like I had to do it by myself. Mm-hmm. My parents only spoke Spanish, so they didn't help me with homework. They were home a lot. They were always working. So it was yeah. always like I had to learn how to do it. I had to learn how to be independent at a very young age. So when this happened to me, it wasn't like, Oh my gosh, this is so easy, but it was yeah. definitely not something I hadn't seen. So, okay. So you, for you, it was definitely not something unknown, but you weren't afraid to navigate the unknown. Right. 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 Wow. That, that has a lot of bravery to that. Um, and in that, what was the motivation to go to college? I mean, did something or someone inspire you to explore that college path? Um, I don't think so. I think I always wanted to go to college. Like since we got here, I think that's something that a lot of um, kids see and think about. But for my family, it wasn't like that because no one had graduated from college. So it was like, why not me? I mean, my dad is here working and he doesn't have like any, um, educational experience and neither does my mom. So Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, well, I need to help them out. And then once my baby got here, it was like, well, I need to also help guide my baby and guide myself into a good future. Yeah. So for you then it was more an internal motivation for you to do college and it was a desire to uh, find a, a career that really that you loved. Right. Wow. Um, in, in saying that, and I think it goes back to that motivation of college, uh, it, because it was internal, were, were there any other influences that said, uh, any things that you saw that you, you said, you know what, I, I just want to be in college. I, I, I've got to do this for myself. Um, I think my dad pushed me a lot. Oh, really? So he was always like, keep going. Yeah. I think a lot of uh, parents do that, right? They, they initially right. encouraging or not initially, but they, they're always encouraging about following your path or following a dream. Um, and as you were saying, it, it must've felt like that's the path to go. Right. Um, and when you decided that you you did want to go to college, is it something that, uh, that, 
that first semester, was it difficult to figure out or what was your experience like your first semester? It was difficult to have um, so much freedom, I guess you could say. In high school, it was like, oh, you have to do this, this, and this. In college, it was like, okay, so now you get to pick what you're doing. Yeah. Or what you're going into. So that was different. I was yeah. like, okay, so uh, what do I want? <laughs> Is this what I really want? Um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. That must have been in that area of, you know, I'm in the college path. And what's next, right? It's, it's always the, right. uh, well, what's next? What's, what, what happens next? Um, that must have been really hard to navigate. So my next question to you is, how did you discover the TRIO program at Idaho State University? So I had heard about it in um, high school. Um, and then I had peers around me who were in it. So I was like, huh, so I'm going to go look into it. And I did look into it. And... Mm. I was just drawn to it. I was like, yes, this is like a great opportunity. Why miss out on it? So aside from it being a great opportunity, what was it that drew you specifically to the program? Uh, I talked to Juanita, which Mm -hmm. is one of the council advisors. And she just told me about it and all the opportunities I could have. And it seemed like a family to have at ISU, like a support system to have at ISU, not just um, academically or financially, but also like emotionally or like anything. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it sounds like a trio program has become this support network for students. And it sounds like that's what you found. Right. And I'm so glad I did. Right. I on. would have lost so many other opportunities. I wouldn't have gotten if I weren't in trio. Yeah. And as you went through the TRIO program, what was the process like? Did uh, you, of course, I'm, I'm sure you had to apply and get in and all that. How did that right. work? So I can't remember too well how it worked. I know I had to apply and then meet with the advisor, um, but it wasn't too difficult. It wasn't no. like, oh my goodness, what am I getting myself into? Right. <laughs> but it was, it wasn't like easy. I was like, okay, I need this and this and I need it from my dad. But I was like, great. Now how do I get this? Because when I went in, I had to get permission from my parents all the time since mm, I was yeah. underage. I was 18 yet. Right. I graduated early and I jumped on the boat of college. I had to get permission for everything. So oh, that wow. was hard and yeah. having to like, be like, oh, this is what I need. But also Trio had uh, a lot of Spanish speakers on board. So that mm-hmm. was, that also helped oh, that's to good. explain and get things done. So yeah. I could be in the program. That's amazing. What were some of the services or things that um, Trio helped you with? So they helped me with tutoring, um, advising. So definitely knowing what classes to take because that can be difficult. And then um, they also help with scholarships, trying to find scholarships. And they also offer some scholarships. Um, So they do that. And they also help look. So I know my advisor helped me look for like jobs and stuff or um also like other programs to take advantage of at ISU. Yeah. That's amazing. That's awesome. Um, 
What is your favorite memory with TRIO Student Support Services? So I remember bringing my second child. So I had my second child. I think it was my, also my sophomore year, but of college. (laughs) (laughs) So I brought him in and it was, it was funny because I had to come in to meet with my advisor and I was like, crap, I don't have a babysitter. So I brought him in and I was Mm -hmm. like, great, let's see how this goes. He's a little fuzzy baby. (laughs) And they were great. They were honestly super nice Mm -hmm. and like willing to help and they're like like i said they're like a college family like to meet my baby and that was nice that's so cool to have that type of support to be able to trust you know uh people that are like family and then you're able to go in with your kids and they they treat them just like family too so that's really awesome um so my next question is still kind of related to trio is um because trio is federally funded and it it, it um, has a, its participants do a lot. Um, what were some of the things that that you got to uh, be a part of with trio? Like, were you able to go on some trips that they sponsored, or how was the? I guess my qu- main question is, how did student support services there help you, and and in what areas? Um. So, I don't. I don't think I went anywhere. I know I was super busy. Um they do like little gatherings. So it's like, um, little, I don't know, like workshops. So that helps, um, do resumes, like find jobs and know, um, about the services also that ISU has. So like, um, counseling or, uh, the other services that help with stress. And, um, so they had a lot of that, it wasn't like going out and um, looking at different things, but mm-hmm. they had it there, which also really helped. Um, right on. So, yeah. Right on, right on. You're doing great so far, Sylvia. You've been answering questions magnificently. So I'm going to transition to this next question. Uh, you chose biological sciences, specifically biomedical as your concentration. Why did you choose that field? So I didn't know what I was going to go into, um, but then I decided on something like medical. Um, so I was like doctor or a PA. And so I decided to go the PA route, which I could choose like um, a major. And I was like, well, why not biology? I've always liked sciences and biology is something I've always been interested in. Uh, it's difficult. It really is because you have to do some chemistry. <laughs> that is challenging, especially organic chemistry. Oh my um, gosh. I'll, I'll power to you yeah. science folks because you all are killing it in that field. My goodness. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, you, you were saying. <laughs> but yeah, so it was more of like, oh, I want to go into the PA and this is something I enjoy. So why not? Yeah. So you pursued that, that uh, bio, bio, the biology field, the biology degree, specifically biomedical. So it sounds like you're going to continue your studies. You might go for a master's and yeah. eventually a doctorate. Uh, so a PA, so physician assistant. Uh-huh. Yes. Wow. That's amazing. Um, do you all have any McNair programs out there that help with graduate programs like master's and doctorate? They do. I did not apply for it. Oh, okay. We do have that. Well, it sounds like we might have to do a follow-up episode with you uh, when you get your doctorate degree or your master's degree right. and uh, do a follow. Yeah, absolutely. 
because again, you, you've come for, uh, very far from, you know, a uh, seven year old coming to the United States, then uh, figuring out high school and then being a teen mom and having all that weight of the world on you because you're taking care of a child, right? That's hard. Right. And then here you are, uh, graduated uh, college. So before I get way too ahead of myself, um, uh, my next question to you is any particular person, uh, any particular person you want to acknowledge that helped you while you were in, in, in college, either trio or non-trio? So definitely Juanita and Maurice. So they were great um, advisors. They were super helpful with everything. Um, it could be like, oh, I need to come in for advising or I need to come in because I'm struggling with this class and uh, like I am breaking down emotionally. <laughs> but it's totally fine. Like they understand. They are there for you whenever they are great. And then also um, my dad and my mom and my husband have also really helped um, Good shout out to the parents and to the husband for supporting Sylvia through all of this. This is, this is exciting, especially your, your first generation, your trio student and being Latina is, it's such an, an amazing thing to see is uh, people that are able to go into the sciences and a woman of color going into the sciences and succeeding and then still moving on. That is an excitement all of its own. Right. Um, so for me, I'm going to go off to just a, a little off script, but how, how does it feel to be an inspiration maybe to future scientists, female scientists? It feels great. Honestly, I mean, not just females, but also moms, like, yeah, right on. it's hard, but you can do it. Honestly, I know there's more support than it really seems like there is, but there really is a lot of support. Yeah. And I think that you're a great example of what happens when a community is able to surround a student with a lot of support and help them in their journey. And you've done a lot of great work to continue uh, being a great inspiration. So we thank you. <laughs> so I, I wanted to ask you a question, Sylvia, now that you've done a lot of great work, you you've graduated with a degree in hand as you reflect on your journey how does it feel to be the first gener a first generation student and to have graduated college? I can't believe it. Honestly, <laughs> when I was like, Oh, did I really graduate? Is that, <laughs> this is, it was hard. I think, um, sure. the whole COVID thing made it even harder because you don't get to celebrate. You didn't get to, um, have a graduation. I didn't have to have, I didn't get to have a graduation with whole COVID, which was very, I guess you could say sad because um, yeah. I did want to celebrate. I couldn't bring my all my family to see what I have accomplished. Even I did like, even though they're proud of me to have accomplished it, it was hard to um, not like celebrate it with like my peers and mm -hmm. um, everyone else. Know that the Detroit community is really proud of you. And we, we certainly are behind you because uh, yeah, COVID messed up, messed up a lot of things for everybody. Right. And to yeah. not, be, not be able to celebrate a graduation, it, it, it sucks, but uh, know that people that love you and are surrounding you are really, really extremely proud of you and all the accomplishments that you've made so far. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so 
Oh, as we wrap up this podcast, I wanted to ask you about some words of wisdom you would like to impart to current college students or even high school students. What, do you, what would you like to tell them? It's okay to fail. <laughs> it's totally fine to fail. Like, as long as you get back up and you keep going and you don't give up, keep, just keep going. Because I have failed. I didn't think I'd fail. I was always a straight A student. And then I got to college and I failed a class. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> I don't know how to feel about it. Um, but I ended up just, you know, enrolling again in the same class. And I ended up basing it. It was just, you just have to keep going, even though it gets hard. Why do you think that students need to hear that it's okay to fail? Because we don't think it is. You always fail and you're like, oh, my whole world has just fallen apart. But it really hasn't. You can still keep going. Um, It's fine. Even if there's no time limit for your life, you can go at your own pace. It's okay. For some reason, I think a lot of students have, have it in their mind that they have to graduate in four years or they have to do this in a certain amount of time. But what you're saying to students is like, there, there's really no time limit. Right. Right on. Uh, as we uh, close, I, I wanted to ask if you had any words of encouragement for TRIO staff that are currently listening from, and they're listening from all over the United States. I think you guys are doing great. You keep doing what you're doing, um, supporting us emotionally and financially and just academically it's great sometimes it doesn't might not look like it but it's definitely works and it's just amazing i don't know what i would have done without it i think they helped a lot they also helped me get um find a job which was awesome um i thank them a lot yeah that's amazing. So do you currently, are you currently working or is there a job that's kind of on an internship basis? So I'm working right, right now because I'm taking a year off since I haven't taken a year off in <laughs> years. <laughs> You've been go, go, go this entire time. So I think you're right. entitled. <laughs> and I would take summer classes in college and high school. And it was like, okay, I think I need to take a break. And Absolutely. Take a um, my kids are young, so maybe spend some time with them. Um, I found a job at ISU. Um, oh, I wow. am a GED instructor. Nice. Uh, Congratulations, Celia. Yeah, I teach agricultural workers, so that's great. That's I feel awesome. like I am helping my community also. So That's amazing. That's a, that's a great way to give back. So, Sylvia, it, it was a great honor to have you on the podcast. I want to say thank you for sharing your story with us. And we hope to have you again on the podcast in the near future, especially if you get your master's or your doctorate. We definitely, definitely need to have you back on. Yeah, definitely. That'd be great. All right, Sylvia, if you could please sign off for us. Okay. This is Sylvia Sanchez. I am a graduate of Idaho State University with a bachelor's degree in biological science and a concentration in biomedical science. And TRIO works. Thank you so much, Sylvia. Thank you. Right on. Are you a participant, alum, or staff of a TRIO program? Do you want your program highlighted? You or your program could be featured in an upcoming episode of Let's Talk TRIO. 
Get a hold of us by going to our Facebook page or Instagram and send us a direct message. Search for Let's Talk Trio. We want to get your story to the public. What a great episode with Sylvia Sanchez of Idaho State University's Trio Student Support Services Program and recent graduate. Congratulations to you, Sylvia. We wish you all the best. And again, that was a wonderful interview, just really seeing the scope of a student that uh, has had to overcome a lot of of adversity and then uh, now being a graduate and contributing to her community. So we are very proud of you, Sylvia. Continue doing great work. Remember, if you'd like to be featured on Let's Talk Trio, please send us an email message at Let's Talk Trio, L-E-T-S-T-A-L-K-T-R-I-O at gmail.com. Or you can look for us on Facebook or Instagram and send us a direct message. Again, a huge thank you to our sponsor, Student Access, and to Angelica Villalpando for continuing to support the podcast. We thank you so much. Remember, you too can sponsor the podcast. Head on over to Patreon. Select any donor amount, or you can go to Kickstarter and select a sponsor or backer amount there. You can look under Patreon or Kickstarter for Let's Talk Trio. Any dollar amount really helps us out, and it helps keep the podcast going. I'd like to take a second to recognize our podcast team. Amelia Castañeda, our marketing manager, social media manager, and producer. John Russell, our audio engineer, editor, and music producer and Juan Rivas executive producer and host of Let's Talk Trio honorary members of Let's Talk Trio include Tony Ho Roderick Chambers and Scott Kendall we thank you all so much for listening thank you for all the support and we will catch you on the next episode